when God as man descended unto us to erase the stain of sin and put an end to wrath. The entire world thrills with hope on this night that gives it a savior. My people, kneel down and await your deliverance. For Christ has come. The Redeemer is here. May the ardent light of our faith guide us all to the cradle of the infant. As in ancient times, a brilliant star guided kings from the east. The King of Kings was born in a humble manger. He has broken every bond. The earth is free and heaven is open. He sees a brother where there was only a slave. His love unites those that iron had chained. Who will tell him of our gratitude? For all of us, he is born. For all of us, he suffers and dies. And for all of us, he lives again. My people, stand up. Sing of your deliverance. Shout for joy and sing praise to the Redeemer. This holy night, this night divine, come and praise his name forever. His power and glory evermore proclaim. Well, good evening, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Uh, I missed I missed you guys. Um, so we want to stand together this evening, and uh, we're going to sing.
just take a moment and welcome you here tonight. We're so glad to have you, and uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We're going to sing about that night that Jesus came, and uh, I want to welcome you in the room, and uh, I've talked to lots of our folks this week, and many of them want to be here, uh, but they're joining us online, and so uh, I'm going to count to three tonight, and when I get to three, I want everybody in here to tell everybody listening online, Merry Christmas, okay? So one, two, three. Merry Christmas. Yes, we miss you all. And if you're online listening, we welcome you. Uh, maybe you can send a Merry Christmas to us, and we'll look at those comments tonight. And uh, we, we just want to lift up the Lord tonight. Uh, I do want to mention, uh, I sent a message out today about our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Thank you so much for giving to that. I, that always gets me excited when we meet that goal. And so thank you for giving to that. You can give more. Uh, but uh, we want the good news of Jesus to go around the world, and so we praise the Lord for, for your, your faithful giving. Let's pray, and uh, we'll just uh, sing to the Lord tonight. Lord, this is a, a divine night, the night that Jesus was born. What a holy night. What a life-changing night for us. As we look back to that night where God stepped out of heaven and came in the form of a baby, Mary's baby, uh, who would grow up and would give his life to save us from our sins. And uh, Lord, we want to sing and praise tonight and worship you. And uh, we thank you that we can gather for these few minutes and, and just think about Jesus and, and him coming to this earth. We love you. We, we pray for those listening online and those gathered in this room that we might be able to make much of Jesus. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. the face of God. 
Burlington Baptist Church and Merry Christmas. Uh, my name is Jonathan Brewster and I'm your minister to young adults. Uh, as we continue tonight celebrating and reflecting upon the birth of our Savior, I'd like to read a passage of scripture from Isaiah chapter 9. It says, For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The, the zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. So um, we started singing this song, I think, a couple of years ago, and it's pretty pretty much become my favorite Christmas song. And uh, this Christmas looks a lot different for a lot of people, like including our family. It's the first Christmas that our family's not going to be all together. Uh, so that's a little bit different. But as I got to thinking about this song today and just Christmas in general, it's not about um, my family. It's about the promise that was Jesus when he was given to us, that he was going to be born on this day to die for us and, and pay our penance. And and that's worth celebrating no matter what. So breaking the silence into the chaos you came. Born in our likeness, held in the hands that you made. For our deliverance, promise was given a name. 
God who saved 
was born that day and uh, this month we've been going through a series called Reclaiming Christmas and uh, really talking about what Christ accomplished through his coming and uh, we've talked about several things we've talked about redemption where Jesus paid a ransom through his blood to purchase us uh, he appeased the wrath of God towards sins that's propitiation we talked about justification because Jesus died the father uh, when we come to faith he acquits us of our sin declares us righteous uh, Sunday we talked about the forgiveness of our sins because they're covered by the blood of Jesus and tonight for just a few moments I'm going to talk about our reconciliation with God and I'm going to look at Romans 5 uh, 6 through 11 and so won't you stand with me for just a moment and uh, there's so much in this passage we won't get a look at tonight but uh, just a few things Paul is writing this and he says for while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by His blood, much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life more than that we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation and father we we just want to thank you that we're no longer your enemy uh, we have been reconciled to you through Jesus uh, Lord we pray for just a few moments tonight that we can reflect upon the reconciliation that Jesus brought when he came to this earth and died for our sins and we pray that uh, as we remember and, and celebrate this, that, that you'll be glorified. That's our greatest desire tonight is to just lift up Jesus. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. And I'm, I'm just going to jump in there. Uh, first of all, the reality of man. Uh, we have to consider that sometimes. And, and Paul says that we were still weak. Now that word weak means helpless, uh, powerless. Uh, still in verse 6. Uh, Christ died for the ungodly. That describes us. We were ungodly and wicked. Uh, verse 8 says, while we were sinners. And so we were sinful and, and, and depraved. Uh, verse 9 talks about we were living under the wrath of God. Verse 10 says we were enemies of God. We were hostile to God. And so in just those few verses, we find uh, that we were weak, wicked, sinners, under the wrath of God, enemies of God. And so in light of our condition, is anybody glad that Jesus came to earth to rescue us? Yeah. 
I said, we're not going to spend too much time on the dark side tonight. It's Christmas Eve, and, and uh, we, we can go back there later. But in light of the reality of man, verse 8 shows us the radical love of God. Verse 8, God shows his love, aguape, for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I always like to, to point out that it wasn't that, uh, verse 8 doesn't say when we stopped sinning, when we cleaned up our act, when we started obeying God, it doesn't say that. It says, while we were still sinners, Christ came and died for us. Now, verse 1 says that, I mean, verse 7 says that one will scarcely or rarely die for someone, for a righteous person. No, perhaps for a good person, one would dare even die, but that's not us. That wasn't the case. We weren't righteous, but sinners. And so I, I said we see the radical love. Well, why would I say we see the radical love of God? Did you know that the magnitude of God's love seemed so great that the biblical writers gave meaning to a brand new word for love? Now, there are several Greek words that we translate as love, and they have different meanings. There's brotherly love and, and just other kinds of love, but none of them were able to express the love of God. And so they took this word, aguape, and they gave it a biblical meaning related to the, the holy, gracious, sovereign, everlasting, giving love of God that we find here in verse 8. And so maybe it's only when we understand our fallen condition, again, weak and powerless, ungodly, sinners, enemies of God, when we understand that, then maybe we can fully appreciate the greatness of the love of God towards us. And then in verse 10, we see our reconciliation with God. And that's really what I want to focus on tonight. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. So reconcile means to take an enemy and make them into friends. It means that we were, are no longer in opposition to God. We've been brought together through the death of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. And so for just a moment, let's ponder the blessings of being reconciled to God. Listen, no longer His enemy, no longer at war with God, but at peace with God. No longer an enemy, but a friend, a son, and a daughter, a, an heir of God. I mean, God goes to extremes. And with this reconciliation, it comes an invitation for us to come into His presence. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence. Now, you read the Old Testament. Uh, if you talked about coming into the presence of God, it's like, uh-oh. Hebrews 4.16, Let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And so if we just ponder upon the doctrine of reconciliation tonight, it would be well worth our time. And it would lead to much rejoicing. And yet verse 10 says, much more. Much more. So in Christ, we have much more. We, we've been talking about some of the glorious aspects of salvation this month. And I'm not going to go through all them. You all, you all would cheat me if I start doing that again. But just in these verses, uh, verse 9, we have now been justified by His blood. So there's justification. And we know that that means to declare a person not guilty. Even though we're sinners and we deserve to, 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 to go to hell, 
God is able and willing through the blood of Jesus to look at us and declare us righteous, pleasing in His sight. Listen, God sees us through Christ as if we've never been stained by sin. He sees us, uh, he, when He sees us, He sees the righteousness and the purity of Jesus. Verse 9, much more shall we be saved from the wrath of God. And so we've talked about propitiation. That means to be saved from the wrath of God. And so no born of, again child of God has to fear dying and going to hell. We don't have to fear that because Jesus paid the price to, to quench or appease the wrath of God towards those who believe in Him. John 3, 36, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. We say, yeah, whoever believes has eternal life. And it, it goes on, whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Listen, you do not have to live under the wrath of God. You do not have to live that way. And in verse 10, we're reconciled to God by the death of His Son. Much more, it says we're saved by His life. And those words remind us that Jesus is alive. It, those words really don't have anything to do with His life when He lived here on earth. It, they have everything to do with the fact that He lives now in heaven. And because He lives, we have complete eternal security. And so if we turn over a couple pages, Romans 8, just listen to these verses. Uh, who, is, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? We know the answer to that, don't we? Look down at verse 37. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so nothing can separate us from His love. Now I want to go further, but it's Christmas Eve. And so let me get to the last point. Our rejoicing through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 11. More than that... We also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Church, we come tonight, we can rejoice in God because we've been redeemed, we've been justified, we've been forgiven, we've been reconciled to God. Our salvation has been secured, and we can be filled with rejoicing and praise to our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this has been a difficult year in so many ways, and you may have come tonight feeling like you don't have any real reasons to praise the Lord. Listen, that's not the case. If you're saved, you have every reason to rejoice. Remember that angel's announcement to the shepherds? Jeff's going to read it in just a few minutes. Luke 2.10, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. That will be to, listen, I, I bring you the gospel. That's what good news is. I bring you the gospel of great joy, and it is for all people, this good news. 
And so tonight, I have good news of great joy for all of you. You can be reconciled to God. And uh, just consider the privilege that we're offered in Christ. Again, weak and powerless, helpless, wicked, ungodly, sinners, enemies of God, lost, hell-bound sinners, and yet brought into a personal relationship with Almighty God. Listen, I'm not talking about an, an acquaintance with God. I'm talking about a father-child. I'm talking about coming into the family. And so please don't take this great privilege for granted. Listen, throughout history, man has wanted to know how to be right with God. How, how can we brought, be brought near to God? And we read the Old Testament, and the Israelites, they sacrificed millions of sheep on their altars, and, and Muslims still make a pilgrims to, to Mecca and sacrifice millions of animals. And listen, what the blood of animals could never do for them, the blood of Jesus has done for us. Verse 10, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. And so we look at these few amazing verses and we marvel that God would do all that for us, us sinners. And that's what he did. And so our blessings are so far greater than what our minds can comprehend. And so while we rejoice in Christ, can I make a few inquiries before I end? Where do you stand in your relationship with God? Are you still in your sins? Are you living under His wrath? Are you still an enemy of God? Listen, you don't have to be. Have you been reconciled with God through faith in Jesus Christ? Let me ask you this. Are, are you head, in, head over heels in love with God? I hope so. And, and have, you, have you told Him lately how much you love Him? Listen, he, we know how much He loves us. He died for us. While we were sinners, He died for us. And so let me close with this hymn that F.M. Lehman wrote. He tried to express the greatness of the love of God. He, he writes this, The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star. It reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bow down with care. God gave their, His Son to win. His erring child he reconciled and rescued from his sin. Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies a parchment made? Were every stock on earth a quill? And every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the hoe, though stretched from sky to sky. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. The love of God. How measureless and strong. And so let us rejoice in our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and one last consideration. For, for those of us, hopefully most of us in this room, most of us listening, for most of us who have been reconciled to God through the blood of Jesus, our mission, 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making His appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. As Christ's ambassadors, we make our appeal. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Father, I pray tonight 
that uh, if there's any here that's your enemy, that they'd be reconciled to you, that they would not only look to the coming of Jesus, but they would look to the cross, they would look to the empty tomb, and they would realize that, that Christ has died for our sins, He's been raised from the dead, and He offers reconciliation. And Father, I pray that for just a moment we could just contemplate how awesome it is to no longer be your enemy, to no longer be under your wrath, to no longer be bound by sin, but to be declared righteous, to be your son and your daughter, to be able to call you Father. Thank you for that awesome privilege. And Father, as your ambassador, I implore all men to be reconciled to you. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing a happy song. So. Miss Burlington Baptist Church. I am here to profess something to you. A lot changes in a year. Last year when we sat through this service, we had no idea how our family was going to be blessed. And we spent a year of praying, 
and you prayed with us. And it's overwhelming the way that our God watches and prepares a way. And I think that that's fitting, especially for tonight, because that's what we're celebrating. There weren't a bunch of people on the earth waiting for Jesus to be born. As a matter of fact, the angels had to show up with a large, bright light to announce his birth in a mighty way. And a lot of times, we get lost in that moment understanding that the world maybe even didn't understand that they needed a Savior at that point in time. But through the year that we've lived through this year, through the things that go on in our lives, I tell you to cling to and always remember that there is a reason for Jesus Christ. And it's my pleasure to do what my Father did for us every year on Christmas Eve before we would go to bed as a family. He would read the Christmas story out of Luke chapter 2. It says, in those days a decree went up from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. The first registration took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and the family in the line of David. And he was there to be registered along with Mary, who he was engaged to and was pregnant. While they were there, came the time for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in a cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. In the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch over night over their flock. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel of the Lord said to them, don't be afraid for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the city of David, a savior was born for you who is the Messiah the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in a cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to the people that he favors. Let us pray. Father, in this moment, we cannot say thank you enough for not forgetting us, for thinking us worthy. And Father, as our family has learned this week, that even in instances that we're not prepared for and we don't know are coming our way, you still stand beside us. And I thank you for listening to each prayer that was lifted, lifted up to you each day on the behalf of Isabella. And tonight we celebrate your son, and we thank you for the mother that you gave him here on earth who was willing to endure the ridicule, endure the strain, and deliver her child into a world which she already knew was not going to be kindly to him in the end. Father, we can't imagine a life without you. And during this Christmas Eve, we just ask that you help us remember 
the true reason for this season. And we praise you and thank you for all things. And we pray in his wonderful name. Amen. We love that story. And uh, in light of the fact that the light of the world came into the world and uh, he calls us to be the light for him, uh, we're going to light our candles tonight. And I'm going to invite our deacons to help us. And they're going to go down the outside of the rows and uh, we'll invite you to stand and uh, they'll light the they'll light the candle on the end of the row and and uh, you can light your neighbors and we'll sing silent night
first verse again. Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to come into your house on, on Christmas Eve and, and just worship together, Lord, and, and just understand what the deliverance of Jesus meant for us. And, and Lord, help us to just go out throughout this next year and throughout this holiday season and just let people know why he's here and why he came and what he can do for them as well. Lord, we just thank you so much for this church and the way that you move through here. And help us just, again, in this, in this next year um, to just forget about this one and move forward and just really, really just pass the gospel to everyone who will hear. And we just thank you for this opportunity to be together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 